Your urban international station from around the way. WFNK all day. Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. on his side I cannot modify ratify my mama made me apple pies lullabies and alibis the book don't end with Malachi devil will win employee of the month by the dozen to one scoring three years from the third when he doesn't my village raised him a child come through the crib and it's busting you meet anyone from my city they gonna say that we cousins Shabak Barack edify electrify the enemy like Hedwig till he petrified
petrified. Any petty Peter Pettigrew could get the pesticide. 79th, 79th. I don't believe in science. I believe in signs. Don't believe in signing. I see dollar signs. Color white, color crime. Good God, the gift of freedom. Hosanna Santa invoked and woke up slaves from Southampton to Chatham Manor. My dream girls behind me feel like I'm James Early. The type of worship make Jesus come back a day early. With the faith of a pumpkin seed, size mustard seed here. For I will speak noble things as they trust in me. Only righteous, I might just shrug at the skullduggery. I couldn't stand to see another rapper lose custody. Exalt, exalt, glorify. Descend upon the earth with swords and fortify the borders where your shortest lies. I used to hide from God. Duck down in the slums like shh. I was lost in the jungle like Simba after the death of Mufasa. No hog, no meerkat. Hakuna Matata by day, but I spent my nighttime fighting tears back. I prayed and prayed and left messages, but never got no hair back. Or so it seemed. A mustard seed was all I needed to sow a dream. I build the ark to gently, gently roll my boat down no stream. Sometimes the path I took to reach my petty goals was so extreme. I was so far down in the mud, couldn't even let my light shine. But was always there when I needed the phone. A friend or use a lifeline. From a lofty height, we wage war on the poltergeist with the exalted Christ. Spark the dark with a pulse of light Strike a corpse with a pulse of life I spit on the title as tidal waves I spit on the apple and kill a worm A fire in Cali and swallow a valley For every African village burn J-Elect would have never made it Old son of man, old son of man Who was the angel in Revelations With a foot on water and a foot on land Who was the angel that wrote a Harley From the project to the house of parliament And opened the book in the devil's chamber And put the true name of the Lord on it Old Jerusalem, New Jerusalem Come strike this beast with a ball of fire They poisoned the scriptures And gave us the pictures of false messiahs It was all a lie Mystery Babylon time Crumbling down, Satan's establishment crumbling down. This is the year that I come for the crown. Bury my enemies under the ground. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So the month is almost half over. Like 2021 is. Did anybody want to return their free trial? I think it's going well. I think it's I think it's going okay. Um, so tonight on tonight's show, we're going to be talking a little bit of fashion news. Um, Naomi Osaka um, recently revealed a Strathberry bag collaboration, um, and she was also um, in vogue discussing her love of fashion and how it is her favorite way to express herself. Um, so I've spoken about Naomi here before. Um, she was kind of. I don't even know what to call it, but I, I th- she was kind of um, a casualty of some things that were going on at the U.S. Open a few years back. Um, she went head-to-head with Serena Williams, and, um, you know, I was talking a lot about that and just how, um, you know, certain things that transpired really kind of shows... Um, you know, how black women still are not appreciated and respected and things like that, the caricatures, the satire. Um, And it really did a lot to downplay Naomi's talent and who she is. And um, I think she has really gone on to do fantastic things um, within her athletic career and things like that. Um, But she did talk about how fashion is like, you know, it's it for her. Like, that's her niche. That's where she she likes to be to express herself. Um, So, talk a little bit about that bad collaboration um next up this one is kind of like it's kind of fashion news but it's also faux pas news <laughs> as well um and you guys i mean i've seen i've seen all the comments and all the reactions i really i, I wanted to wait on it because it just 
I don't know. So Kamala Harris, right? Kamala? I think I'm pronouncing it correct. Kamala Harris, who is our vice president-elect, first black woman to be in uh, the seat in that office, she recently graced the cover of Vogue. So for anyone who knows Vogue magazine, they are, you know, high fashion, they are really elite, they're, they're glam and things like that. However, Kamala Harris is not any of those things. And this is no, you know, this is just factual information. She's known for being very casual. Like she's always got the signature converse on with her two, her three piece suit. Um, and you know, she's not necessarily known for, for the high heels and, and the, you know, the, the glam, you know, long gowns and things like that. So she graced the cover of Vogue and Vogue pictured her just as she is. Um, and I don't think that that necessarily is the problem. Um, if you look at these two covers, you know, Kamala is, is just as she is. She has on her suit. She has on her converses. Um, but there was just something about the cover for a lot of people that fell flat. It didn't scream Vogue. It didn't scream glam. It didn't scream, you know, high fashion. It didn't scream prestige as you would as you're picturing, like as you're taking photos of the first black um, vice president of the United States. And a lot of people had a lot of things to say. So, you know, there was a lot of talk around that. Um, Anna Wintour actually, you know, broke her silence on the issue, basically saying that they wanted nothing but to celebrate her victory. Um, and a lot of people had um, some thoughts and opinions about what them placing this photo on their cover kind of meant for black women, for, you know... Um, that people just felt like it was disrespectful. So I want to talk about that. Um, and I am going to go ahead and post the pictures so that you can also chime in. Um, next up, I'll be talking about Zendaya, who said that she questioned her value and purpose after she stopped working due to COVID-19. Now, this is probably something that a lot of us have um, grappled with, dealt with over the past it's coming up on a year, um, you know, not working, not socializing, just a lot of those things that were a part of our day-to-day routines, a lot of those things that were a part of our, um, you know, on our to-do list that, you know, all of a sudden just stopped. We didn't really get to mourn them. We didn't really get to transition naturally out of them. They just stopped cold turkey and we just kind of had to figure it out. Um, and the same could be said for, um, the stars in Hollywood, I guess, you know, a lot of productions, a lot of movies were halted. You know, we, we knew a lot of movies were supposed to be coming out in 2021. We did not go see them because the movies were on pause and they were closed. Um, but you know, this was a transition for, for Hollywood actors, directors, producers as well. So she talks about, um, questioning her value and purpose. So I'll talk about that. I'm also going to talk about Miss Jasmine Sullivan. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Um, you know, I question sometimes the music of the past, like, 10 years, I'm going to say. And I feel like, I feel old saying it. But I literally, every time I listen to music nowadays, I'm just kind of like, what is this, honey? Like, what's going on? Um, and Jasmine Sullivan recently came out with her newest project, the title is not Faith and Fashion 360 approved, but it really just brought me back to a place of very authentic R&B. And it was just like, sis, where did you go? Um, she kind of resurfaced 
maybe like a couple months back and she you know showed off you know just kind of like this amazing new presence like she had lost some weight but that wasn't really like that wasn't what I noticed. It was just kind of like a like a lighter air about her. Like she just looked refreshed. Um, so she recently sat down on the Joe Budden podcast and she was talking about um, one of the, the questions Joe asked her was like, listen, we love you. Like, where you been? You know, where did you go? Um, and, it, and was there anything that went on behind the scenes for you that, um, you know, kind of culminated into what we're seeing now and what we just received in your project? So she just, she just spoke about um, a an abusive relationship that she was in and how that kind of brought her to acting in certain ways and doing certain things. And I just wanted to talk about it because I think that her story is an interesting one in grace and how sometimes, you know, we look at the girl next door. We look at our girlfriend who keeps going back to a relationship that doesn't serve her. And sometimes we can be very judgmental about how others deal with their relationships. So she just spoke about how um, she eventually had to provide grace for herself. And I just wanted to touch on that because I think that it is something important um, to, to mention as we move into 2021 and we're still trying to figure out our boundaries, etc. Um, Buster Rhymes recalls having to duct tape his stomach down before weight loss. And he says it was one of the most difficult reality checks in his life. Uh, Megan Good recalls BT not letting her present an award after she refused to joke about backlash over her revealing dress. Um, I'm also going to be talking about Miss Beyonce, um, who is kicking off her partnership with the NAACP um, with a housing relief program for people facing evictions amid COVID-19. Um, and then last but not least, Yvonne Orji, who is one of the star actresses in the HBO comedy Insecure. Um, she is developing a comedy for Disney that will show her growing up as a Nigerian immigrant in America. This one I thought was important to talk about because she had recently um, posted a tweet because if anybody does not know, Insecure is actually ending after five seasons. I'm stressed out about it. Might I might even be a little bit more stressed out um, than waiting for Rihanna's album. But, um, you know, she was just talking about how this particular work had been in the works for a couple years and she you know, they had went to a couple of different studios, they got a bunch of no's, and, you know, Insecure ended, and boom, here we go. So, I mean, listen, I'm ending with a testimony. So, you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360, get into some music, and we'll be right back. Hey, you're listening to Jacinth Headlam, and I'm here on Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofosu. If I ever took a loss, I learned a lesson I won't ever think I'm better than the next man I've been down before to come up, I ain't stressing Baby, I'm too busy counting all these blessings Yeah, 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 Trying to keep the kitchen stocked, man, it's a blessing 
ever took a loss, I learned a lesson I won't ever think I'm better than the next man I've been down before to come up, I ain't stressing Baby, I'm too busy counting all these blessings Blessings Count it up, count it up, count it up Count it up, count it up, count it up Count it up, count it up, count it up Blessings Count it up, count it up, count it up Count it up, count it up, count it up Count it up, count it up, count it up We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So believe it or not, Naomi Osaka is fiercely passionate when she is on the tennis court, not just about the game, but about her beliefs. At the U.S. Open this year, she wore masks with the names of Brianna Taylor, Elijah McLean, Ahmaud Arbery, Trayvon Martin, Philando Castile, Tamir Rice, and George Floyd, all black victims of police violence. She understands that fashion is a tool for communicating, but she also sees it as an outlet for creative self-expression. In fact, she's been sketching her own designs with her sister since they were little kids, and now after creating a capsule line for the Japanese label Adim, she collaborated on a new accessories offering. Um... Osaka and the Scottish accessories label Strathberry are unveiling a limited edition collection of five bag styles and two wallets. The, min- the minimalist sculptural 
designs come in subtle hues and pops of color and feature Strathberry signature metal bar hardware as well as a leather wrapped handle which nods to the grip of a tennis racket. To mark the collaboration and further her cause, Strathberry is making a donation to her recently launched organization, Play Academy, which helps change the lives of young girls through play and sport. One of the things that she said was, I want to really empower women to claim their moment every time they step out with one of these bags on their shoulder. She said that the the bags were designed to be unique, versatile, and fun. And they definitely have, um, there's definitely like super fun colors. It's like pink, like this really um, bright royal blue. Um, There's kind of like this mesh material, which kind of is an ode to her sports background um she says that um in addition to winning she wants to also fight for social justice and she hopes to pursue other projects with the fashion industry fashion and design are such creative outlets for me and it's become my favorite way to express myself which is why it's such a liberating experience when i collaborate with brands Mixing and matching and finding what works together is so fun and cool, and I love to push the limits. Um, so this bag collection is out now. I really, really like the bag collection. I think one of the things that is always my... I'm not going to call it a thumbs down because it is what it is. But um, one of the things that's always my concern, if you will, about purses are sometimes how you can keep the structure of them. So if it's a bag that is not made of like a, you know, sturdy kind of pleather material or leather, if that's where you're at in your budget. But I'm going to just be honest, Um, you know, but you kind of... Sometimes you have to sacrifice like the quality for the price, if you will. Um, and one hack to keeping the shape is to just keep like the typically bags come with like the, the paper inside of it. So I usually keep the paper in when I'm not using them to um, to hold up the shape. Um, but these bags are super sturdy. They really, um, you know, hold up very nice. And I like I said, I really enjoy the the shape like the the material like it's it's fancy it is super fancy um and that was one of the things I actually didn't know about her um but again I can just kind of attribute some of that to um how she came on the scene like Naomi Osaka was doing the thing before this whole situation with Serena Williams in the U.S. Open happened but um you know because of the need to emphasize what people deemed as aggressive behavior from a black woman who was simply advocating for herself, she um, got overshadowed. She definitely got overshadowed because um, people wanted to talk more about Serena Williams advocating for herself and not you know, just taking what people were saying instead of talking about the integrity of the sport. So within that time, she really kind of, she she took like a, a back seat, unfortunately. And I've watched her over the past couple of years just really kind of blossom into the person that people knew she was going to be. Like she's collaborated with Nike. Like she's, you know, one of the richest tennis players in the world at this point. Um, you know, and then she continues to have these 
really good collaborations and now with fashion brands. So, you know, I think that this is really important because this was somebody that unfortunately because of the media because of mainstream media people were kind of counting out and she was like no don't play with me so shouts to naomi osaka this bag collection is not really in my budget but it's very nice and i might have to find some dupes so that i can like just be with you by osmosis um so when we come back i'm going to be talking about this very what has turned into a very controversial cover um for vogue magazine vogue magazine recently did a spread on vice president-elect kamala harris and if anyone is familiar with kamala harris and just what we've seen of her image she is a very like low-key super casual woman um And they pictured her that way for Vogue magazine. And people were not pleased. People were not happy about it because they felt like it was disrespectful. They felt like, you know, it didn't really capture her essence. They felt like they could have done the cover better. That I can say that I agree with because um, I just feel like let's normalize not using sheet drapes for everything like that to me was just not that wasn't a vogue move like it it did it came it came off a little cheap it came off like a little dollar tree and i just i don't i don't know so we'll talk about that when we come back i'll post the cover um make sure you guys are following me at faith and fashion 360 the radio show on facebook get into some music and we'll be right back Ask for things that I think that I need I get frustrated when you disagree And you're always listening closely to me But there is a limit to what I can see So I'm not asking for an outcome Or praying for results I'm not hoping that it all goes exactly how I want No, I'm not asking you to do it Or asking that you don't I'm just inviting you to my situation Come through cause I want you in my situation
just want you Church in Eastern Pennsylvania. Take some time to get the word in your life by stopping into your local church on Sundays or by listening to the Sunday sermon at 10 a.m. on WFMK Radio. All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris has landed a spot on the cover of Vogue magazine's February issue, but there seems to be a discrepancy with the photo selected for the cover. Reportedly, the cover photo used for the magazine's print edition is not the one agreed upon by the magazine and the vice president-elect. According to sources, both Kamala Harris's team and Vogue magazine agreed the cover of the February issue would be the image of Harris in a powder blue suit with an orange background. So just a little bit of backstory. There there are two photos that are circulating. So there is the the powdered blue suit. She looks like really, you know, powerful. She's got this really like she just has such a beautiful smile. So she, you know, she's got her arms crossed. She's got she she looks like she means business, but she also looks, you know, she looks very vice presidential. Like she looks like is serious. Um and then there's um you know, like an orange background behind her. And then the other, the other photo, I don't even think, I'm just looking at the photo. I don't even think that it is about, she just looks surprised. Like she doesn't look like she knew they were about to take the picture. Like the suit, it's not even a suit. She has on like this black, um, you know, this black blazer situation. She's got the pearls on. This looks like a pair of jeans. Um, and then she has on her signature Converse. If you see her, she's always wearing a pair of Converse's. Like, endorse her Converse. Um, and then in the background, you have, like, this really nice, um, like, minty, like, a darker than a minty green color. And this silky pink draped fag- fabric, which was very obviously draped. 
Like there were no what typically when you go to photo shoots, and this is again just like my little insider tip, there are things that happen behind the scenes. So if anybody follows me on Instagram, I did a photo shoot for my 30th birthday. And the process leading up to those very fire photos, you would never believe that I was in the same space as what resulted from the photos. So sometimes when you're doing a photo shoot, there are things that go on in background that when you see the final result, you're like, whoa, are you sure this is where you were at? Like you just would never believe. But it looks like in this photo, they were still prepping. Like it it looked like you saw the behind the scenes action in the background. And I was just like, what's what's going on? I'm just not happy about it. Um, One of the other things that people were alleging was that her skin looked visibly lightened. People were like, okay, what's going on? Like she looked, she looks lighter. So there's just, there's just been a lot of, you know, controversy. So while the image of the powder blue suit will be used as a cover for the digital version of the issue, the one selected for the print edition is very different. The photo used, um, is a full body image of Kamala Harris dressed casually in a black blazer with jeans and Converse sneakers in front of a pink and green background. That wasn't on background. That was a couple sheets. It looked, they look like curtains. I'm going to be honest. Um, sources say that this seemingly casual photo was intended for inside the magazine issue and not the cover. I feel like I could see that more. Huffington Post contributor Yashar Ali took to Twitter to share some insight he received from sources. He said, um, To be clear, this Vogue cover of Vice President Kamala Harris is real. It's just that, per a source familiar, this is not the cover that was mutually agreed upon. Um, So folks feel blindsided this evening. Um, And then, you know, he went on to post both of the covers side by side. Um, Vogue magazine has now posted both portraits to its Instagram and Twitter accounts. Um, but a lot of people are just not happy. And the print edition is already going to be hitting newsstands very soon. So it just kind of is what it is. People were not happy. People were not happy. Um, and I feel like I could see that. So, you know, the, the talk about it being something that potentially could go inside of the cover, I could see that because it, you know, Inside of the cover is where you see more relaxed, some kind of, um, you know, a day in the life situation. Like it would really illuminate how, um, you know, relaxed and laid back she is. And I think one of the other issues, because I do want to reiterate that I don't think that there's anything wrong with her casual outlook. I think a lot of people are looking at her because, again, she is, um, you know, one of these, like one of the only other black women that are kind of in like these high seats of power is, you know, as concerned to the government. Um, people were just kind of looking at that and comparing it to a Michelle Obama. Now, I will start off by saying Michelle Obama, when she first came out, she wasn't, you know what I mean? Like she wasn't high fashion. You saw an evolution within her wardrobe. You saw an evolution in the way that she dressed and, and, you know, the, the silhouettes and things that she used, how she played up her arms or things that she had spoken about being insecure about. Um, but people are comparing these two people who have two very different styles. So I don't think that we should do that because they're not the same person. Um, I would be very surprised if I ever see, you know, Kamala Harris wearing 
like a stiletto situation, maybe some pumps, um, but a stiletto situation. Um, and I think that one of the things we're seeing is her kind of starting out where she is. And then we're going to look back at this cover and be like, wow, she's really come a long way. Like there's, you know, the, uh, some stylist is going to like grab her and really elevate her look, but not elevate in a sense of, okay, we're going to, we're going to glam you out. We're going to put you in heels, elevate in a sense of, we're going to keep your cute and casual, but we're going to make it presidential. And I think that, um, you know, a lot of people were kind of blindsided because they feel like the aim was to downplay who Kamala is and who she's getting ready to be in the country. And I think that that is something... It's almost to be expected just because of the climate that we're in. Um, there's a lot of, you know, social unrest going on. There's a lot of division that's happening right now in our country. And I think that um, African-American women specifically were disappointed because they felt like, okay, first of all, Vogue is glam. Why y'all got the black vice president out here in jeans? Would you have done that to... You know, would you have done that to Joe Biden? So, you know, there were a lot of people just feeling a little bit slighted, just saying, you know, they are, um, they're Vogue. They shouldn't have put this on the cover. It was too casual. Um, But then Anna Wintour actually spoke out um, about, you know, the, the backlash regarding the cover basically stating we want nothing but to celebrate her amazing victory. Um, so a lot of people had a lot of things to say and Anna Wintour was, was quiet. Um, but they basically alleged that everyone agreed to these photos. Everyone agrees to these photos. She said, I just want to reiterate that it was absolutely not our intention to, in any way, diminish the importance of the vice president elect's incredible victory. We want nothing but to celebrate Vice President-elect Harris's amazing victory and the important moment this is in America's history, and particularly for women of color all over the world. There was no formal agreement about what the choice of the cover would be, and when the two images arrived at Vogue, all of us felt very, very strongly that the less formal portrait of the Vice President-elect really reflected the moment that we were living in, which we were in the midst as we still are of the most appalling pandemic that is taking place and taking lives by the minute. We felt to reflect this tragic moment in global history, a much less formal picture, something that was very, very accessible and approachable and real, really reflected the hallmark of the Biden-Harris campaign and everything that they're trying to, and I'm sure will achieve. And then the magazine actually wrote, a separate statement regarding the backlash and said the team at Vogue loved the images Tyler Mitchell shot and felt the more informal image captured Vice President-elect Harris's authentic, approachable nature, which we feel is one of the hallmarks of the Biden-Harris administration. To respond to the seriousness of this moment in history and the role she has to play leading our country forward, we're celebrating both images of her as covers digitally. So, I mean, I don't know. I I really, really don't know. I think that um, both images captured who she is. 
because guess what? That's just who she is. And I think that we've gotten to the day and age where things that are unorthodox are just where we're at. Um, but I think that there are still people who are super old school and kind of stuck in, in the ways of what were feeling like, okay, why do we, why do we veer so far away from what we normally do? So I think that there is a culmination of, you know, people feeling like this is super out of the ordinary and then, you know, add on to the social unrest that is the United States right now. And we have what we have. Um, so I'm going to post up both of those pictures for you to see and to chime in. Either way, she looked amazing. They said they did not lighten her skin. Um, but I'm also excited to see where her, where her fashion goes. I'm excited to see where her fashion goes. Just because she's not a stiletto type woman doesn't mean that she can't be fly. And I think that we just have to start to wrap our heads around the fact that our, our vice president is, you know, she's laid back. And maybe that will help her run the country better. I have no idea. Um, so you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'll be talking about Miss Zendaya, who said that she questioned her value and purpose after she stopped working due to COVID-19. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. As close friends Where do I begin? We were moving on too fast Falling deep in You know we had a good run But everything must change Cause you ain't been so good for my energy So I'ma have to walk away I know that no one's perfect really But I value all my time Not to say that you ain't worthy But I really can't play with mine So I gotta hold on to my peace Cause I can't get it back from nobody Once it's all gone When it's all gone, it's all gone Gotta protect all of my peace I can feel it in my soul When it ain't right, it's all wrong When it's all wrong, it's all wrong, yeah We should've stayed just close friends Beginning of the end Maybe I made too many keys to my heart And I let the wrong one in See, you don't want no one to hold you back If that's what it is, then I'll leave you And you don't want no regrets I don't want them either So, I know that no one's perfect really But I value all my time Not to say that you ain't worthy But I really can't play you Remember this Always keep your peace first Peace first Peace first Yeah, see, here's the thing about it And you gotta respect it In my life, I know He's first He's first He's first So I gotta hold on to my peace Cause I can't get it back from nobody 
this is Pinky Tuscadero, and you are listening to WFNKRadio.com. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. Zendaya is opening up about how Hollywood shutdown amid the coronavirus pandemic impacted her. She covered the February issue of GQ and revealed in the interview that her not working made her question lots of things about herself. I feel most like myself when I'm working. I feel like when I wasn't working, my powers had gone away and I was like, who am I? I didn't really know who I was and what makes me happy. What do I like to do? What else do I do? What is my value? What is my purpose now? It was my first time just being like, okay, who am I without this? Which is a very scary thing to confront and work through because I don't really know Zendaya outside of the Zendaya who works. I didn't really realize how much my job and my art were a part of my identity as a human. She also opened up about being perceived as cold because she was shy. Mm, I want to have, yeah, this this one is important. I'm going to see if I can find the tweet. Um, but before I even get into that, I think that this is something that a lot of us had kind of grappled with. So we become our work. We become our children. We become um, the things that we do. We become the, the the things of our day. We become the, the conversations. We become the, the work tasks. We become the commute to work. We become, you know, like we become those things. And we saw with COVID um, in 2020 that we had to really reevaluate what that meant first for us. Like I had to reevaluate where my time was going. Because now I don't have a commute anymore. Now I'm not going to work um, eight, nine hours a day every day. So as I sit at home now without those two things that really took up a bulk of my day, now what? What excuses do you have to one, not get things done that you kept putting off? And number two, what else, like how can you improve your time management? Who are you without those things? How can you be better without those things? And I think that this is something... Um, Super important because, you know, she admitted, like, who am I? I I don't know because I'm always working. I'm always on the move. And now I don't have that. I'm I'm not doing that. Um, And again, for a lot of us, it just happened cold turkey. It just happened immediately. Like, I know for me, my job, um, we went to work the Thursday. And by Friday, we were making phone calls, letting them know we weren't coming back. So there was no like, you know, as I left work Thursday, I swore I was coming back on Friday, but I haven't been there in months. You know what I mean? Like it just happened so suddenly. And a lot of us were not able to process. A lot of us were not able to really deal with the fact that these parts of our lives um, were not going to be such big parts of our lives anymore. So you had to adjust to working at home. For kids, they had to adjust to now doing online school, which a lot of them, I know from my niece and nephew, like, it's just kind of like, okay, like, I can do this. But social components are so important, especially for for kids and teenagers and preteens, and even for adults. We had to deal with the fact that um, I can't celebrate my birthday I had, that was something I had such a hard time with. Now, mind you, we've been dealing with COVID since March, 2019. And I had eight months, 
eight, nine months to grapple with the fact that, okay, there's not going to be this big to do, this big hurrah, because I am who I am. My birthday is a celebration. It's a celebration. But, you know, I had all that time to grapple with the fact that I'm not going to be doing anything super fantastic for my 30th birthday. And even still, the day of, I'm like, dang, yo, like I'm really, I'm 30 and what am I going to do? There's nothing to do. I, I can't, you know, I can't go do anything. So for, for a lot of us, we had to deal with the fact that we couldn't go out to eat. We couldn't celebrate our birthdays. We couldn't do the baby showers. I had that also. I was like, wow, like people who know, like anybody who attended my wedding, it's serious. It's, it's very serious. So, um, you know, I think that even now some people are still processing and trying to figure out what that means for them and you we went into 2021 feeling like okay great new year but we're still we we came with all of the same restrictions and requirements from 2020 so nothing had actually changed as far as that were concerned and and a lot of us had to then figure out okay how do I be okay with this how can I figure this out? And prayerfully, you know, we've, we've gotten to a place where we have started to figure it out. And I'll just, again, make an aside. If you haven't quite figured it out, it's only been a couple months. It's felt like a couple years. 2020 felt like the decade that was, but it was only a couple months. So give yourself some time to really, you know, figure out um, the things that are important, the things that are not important, the things that you allow to take up your day um, and really just re just refresh and pivot um one of the other things that she spoke about was um how people perceived her as cold because she's shy she said in this industry i had to learn how to do small talk and stuff because i guess i would come off kind of cold to people because i didn't really know how to start conversation i remember my solace was like you come off kind of cold people think you're mean because you don't talk when really i was just too nervous this was a conversation. This was something that I saw the other day. I'm going to see if I can find the tweet and I will repost this. Um, one of the things that the girl said was she she found that her being shy or her being an introverted person was something that always affected her work performance reviews. So you know, while she still did fantastic work, the fact that she wasn't interested in small talk, the fact that she wasn't interested in um, just shooting the breeze and sending memes and things like that, people viewed her as cold, even though her work was still phenomenal. And I think that this, I deal with this all the time. Believe it or not, I'm sitting here on Faith and Fashion 360 talking your ears off. I'm an introverted person. I don't like small talk. It makes me itch. Like, it's just not something that I get into. And I, I've heard that all the time. And I have a very, like, I have a resting face also. So, you know, sometimes I'm just not interested in talking about, like, how your day was, how the kids are, how the dog is. Because I'm going to be honest, I am not interested in that. I'm just saying. Um, not to sound mean or cold. Or what have you. I just don't. I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Because I feel like we force ourselves to start and have some of these conversations. Just because we feel like we need to. I could just say hi and hello and keep it moving. Like we don't really need to talk. You don't have to ask me how I am. Because I know in that moment you're not really interested in it. It's cool. 
that's fine. We don't have to go through like all the formalities of human conversation. It's just not necessary. So I get it. I definitely get it. But I also feel like, um, you know, for black women, again, because this, there's this overarching characteristic of us being aggressive and standoffish and, you know, other things that are not very positive, um, our character traits work against us. So it's like you almost have to work twice as hard to be uncomfortable in certain spaces because you don't want to be judged and you don't want that to affect your work and your career advancement. So, um, you know, I share this story just to encourage you to just take it one day at a time and figuring it out. Again, you know, God, God is no time is not a thing for him but for us it's so important like you feel like the past 10 11 months or so have been wasted you didn't do anything but just take this time to really reflect on boundaries on on how much you love yourself and how much you love yourself in your loneliness in your solitude um and in not being around other people and not being defined as you know the job that you go to and not being defined to the things that you do outside that you haven't been able to do because obviously other people are, you know, dealing with that as well. So when we come back, I'm going to be talking about Miss Jasmine Sullivan, who just came back on the scene. So excited. Just like the resurface of R&B music. It's fantastic. Um, she went on the Joe Budden co- uh, podcast the other day and she was talking about, um, you know, where she had been. So one of the things that he asked her was like, what's up? Like, where'd you go? Um, was there something that went on with you that we didn't see that contributed to, you know, you resurfacing and being the product that we're seeing now? So she just spoke about um, a relationship that she was in, what that kind of led her to being and doing. And I thought this was an important conversation because I think as women, sometimes we are very hard on other women on the outside looking in when it comes to relationships, when it comes to decision making. And I think that this short story is going to be really good um, for how we can provide grace to other people when they make decisions that we don't necessarily agree with. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Hey baby, where you there with? We come through a lot of things, you know? So what happened to you? Make one little mistake, you want done us. New Jasmine, let's go. If I had you back in my world, I would prove that I could be a better girl. Oh, if you let me back in, I would show nothing, never, never let you go. I'm so foolish to ever leave your side 
best for you, baby. Me I stand here with my heart and I'm a hand. You know what I mean? Me can't take, me can't eat, me can't breathe. Want to? Why you make me go through this and suck me up? Come back to me, baby. I'ma do anything for you, yeah. It's WFNK all day. Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown-Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna.
All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So next up, Miss Jasmine Sullivan, who is really like, she's been off the scenes for, for some time. She's been, I missed her. My husband was just like blasting Jasmine Sullivan randomly the other day. I was like, did you hear her new album? He was like, oh no, I didn't. I was like, we just wanted to listen to Jasmine Sullivan today. Um, But she's such a breath of fresh air when concerned to music of today. Because I think even even in the R and B sector, like you like you don't have like the the crying in the shower anymore, like the dancing in the rain situation. Like you don't really feel it. Like you don't really feel the R and B these days. Um, and I think music has just taken such a different turn because you have people who they enjoy this. Like I'm good at it and I worked hard at it, but you don't necessarily have people who have the story and really have the vibe that you need for your respective music genre. So I think that that is, um, that's one of the things that I miss the most. So she went on the Joe Budden podcast. Um, and you know, one of the things that he said to her that really stuck out within that interview, you know, he was just like, you know, so we love you. You know, we love you and we missed you. And, um, you know, you're you're back now. But is there something that, you know, um, you can tell fans or share with fans that might have gone on behind the scenes that they wouldn't know that resulted in you being where you are and who you are now and what we're seeing? Um, and before I even get into that, one of the things that I noticed, because I feel like she, she had kind of resurfaced maybe like five, six months ago. We weren't sure. We weren't sure why then, but then we, but then we got, then we got her album, which again is not the the title, is not Faith and Fashion three hundred and sixty approved, but the story is just fantastic. I encourage you to go listen. It's on all major streaming platforms, um, and then she also did an NPR Tiny Desk, which which just like set the whole thing off for me. But anywho, she was talking about um, how she disappeared for a while because she was in a relationship that resulted in domestic abuse. So she was in that relationship and, you know, um, following getting out of that relationship, she had just done some things that she looked back and she was like, I was just wild. Like I was just doing things that I never thought I would do. I was allowing things that I never thought that I would allow. So she had went through a couple things with that where, you know, she was doing those things. One, because she hadn't healed from the trauma of that relationship. And two, she, as she kind of went past that phase that she was in, she had to provide herself some grace and forgiveness because, you know, she looked back at this season in her life and it wasn't perfect. It wasn't cookie cutter. It wasn't um, something that she ever expected to happen in her life. And she just had to process the fact that this happened. I'm still Jasmine. I'm still fantastic. I'm still great and I'm still good. So this was important and I wanted to talk about it because I feel like a lot of the times we are, we're very, we can be very, very hard on ourselves. We can be super hard on ourselves about things that we've done, about decisions that we've made that are so outside of ourselves. I can say that personally without giving too much away that there have been, you know, prior to my husband, relationships that I've been in where I look back and I'm like, girl, what were you, what were you doing? What did you like? What was that about? And I and I have no idea. 
I don't know. But guess what? God wrote it all out and he already knew. Um, But sometimes we don't allow ourselves to heal from certain things or certain mistakes that we make. So we go and we make decisions based on that trauma because we haven't spoken about it. We haven't um, dealt with it. We haven't processed it. So we continue to make decisions based off of that bad decision because we're not ready to deal with it. So one of the things that she said was, um, I realized that a lot of those things that I was doing, I was out here bugging out because I didn't heal from that relationship. I just got up and tried to keep it moving instead of really sitting down and reflecting and loving on myself past that trauma. And we do that so much when certain things happen in our lives. Like we feel like, okay, um, you know, this went on. So I like, I'm good. I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to keep going, especially as black women. Like we feel like I don't, I don't have time to mourn. I don't have time to cry. I don't have time to sit here and deal with this and unpack it. I just don't have time. Like on to the next thing. And then we move on sometimes with those hardened heart, with those immature emotions, with, you know, that stunted growth continuing to affect other people around us, continuing to affect our children, our spouses, our boyfriends, um, affecting decisions at our jobs because there are things that went on that really speak to the decisions, speak to the words that we speak, and speak to who we are. Instead of going to therapy, instead of speaking to our pastor, instead of um, just taking a break from people, We just dive right in with all of the cuts and bruises of yesterday instead of bandaging them up and saying, I need to take a second to heal. I need to take a second to heal. I need to take a second to be away so that I can be better tomorrow. Um, So that was one of the things that she spoke about. And one of the other things that I thought was super important was, um, you know, just about how she... She needed to provide herself with some grace. So, you know, now I, I went past that that super wild phase and um, I look back and I'm kind of ashamed of it. Like, I'm not happy about the way that I conducted myself. I'm not happy about the way that I was and, and what I was doing. And some of us get so stuck in that. Like, we get stuck in the shame of our mistakes. We get stuck in the shame of the bad decisions. They're admittedly bad decisions. They're things that we probably shouldn't have done, but we get so stuck in them and we feel like we don't deserve to move on past this moment. And, you know, I thought that it was really important individually for, for me to talk about that because... um you're, you're okay to make mistakes. You're okay to make mistakes and learn from them and move on and educate yourself on how to make better decisions moving forward. So one of the things that she said was, you know, even though that did happen to me, even though I was um, bugging out in these streets, I'm still Jasmine, I'm still good, and I'm still worthy of everything that it is that is coming to me. So make sure you listen to her new EP because it is fantastic. It is just everything that I need R&B to keep. I'm, I'm going to play a couple of R&B tracks because where did it go? Where did it go? How about we normalize like that good feel good R&B in 2021? Who's with me?
So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'm going to be talking about Mr. Busta Rhymes, um, who spoke a little bit about the um, weight loss trials that he had um, and just a moment of revelation for him where he recalls having to duct tape his duct tape his stomach down before weight loss he says it was one of the most difficult reality checks in my life um, so you know I love to talk about the the men's mental health and the men's transformation here as well so when we come back I'll get into that here at faith and fashion 360 make sure you're following me at faith and fashion 360 the radio show get into some music and we'll be right back. This is dedicated to the broken, the hurting, lonely, and forgotten ones. This goes out to the weary. Let's keep dancing while the day is young. This right here is for the sleepless Trying to make it in the fire ones This is for the abandoned Let's keep dancing while the day is young Cause It'll be alright, 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 alright It's gonna be alright, 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 alright This won't last This is Marette Brown-Clark, and you're listening to WFNK all day. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So Busta Rhymes is opening up about his weight loss journey um, on, an, on an upcoming episode of the Tamron Hall show. The I Know What You Want rapper got candid about what caused him to embrace a healthier lifestyle. He admitted that while shooting the music video for his recent song, Sar, released in October, he had to duct tape his stomach. 
Confession. When I shot that video, there's a scene of me wearing all white with a head wrap. When I initially put that all white on, it showed how badly out of shape I was on camera. So we went in the dressing room and they duct taped my stomach down with electric duct tape. He said it was difficult. It was probably one of the most difficult reality checks in my life. Um, by the time the music video was released, though, Busta was um, ready to show off his significant weight loss since filming. In one of his Instagram posts, he put, don't ever give up on yourself. Life begins right now. My dedication is different. I would never put out an album and not be in the best shape of my life. I respect myself too much and I respect you guys too much. I'm only here to inspire. And he did. He went on to, to really... Um, like really lose lose a lot of weight um he also spoke about a near-death experience he admitted um in november that when he went from um 267 to 340 after losing his father he said that his oldest son later witnessed his sleep apnea which was such a bad episode that it scared him a turnaround for him came after experiencing years of losing his voice a trusted doctor discovered polyps on Busta Rhymes vocal cords and prescribed prednisone steroids for immediate effect when the rapper had a performance but it wasn't until one day after visiting another LA-based doctor that he found out how much the troubled polyps had grown. Busta proceeded to have successful emergency surgery on his throat, but the near-death experience combined with the emotional conversation about his son's fears were enough to make him turn his life around. That is, listen, we discount sometimes how much stress, trauma, grief can do for our psyche, like just for our health, for our lives. And I think this one is important because, um, you know, he speaks a lot about the difficulties sometimes we have in the reality check, in our epiphany, in our realization about what we need to change and about what we need to do. This is not a weight loss story, but I think that, you know, it's important to mention that, you know, he was talking about just like a lot of stress and stuff that he was going through and how that affected him. So just like I was talking, you know, the last story about Jasmine Sullivan, sometimes we go through these things and we just muddle through it. We muddle through it and realize that we don't have to muddle through things. We don't have to muddle through. We don't have to feel like, okay, um, I'm just going to get through this day by day. You can heal from those things. You can heal from the things that went on. You don't have to feel like I'm going to deal with it alone. I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm going to keep it in privacy because who does that? That doesn't serve anybody. It definitely does not serve you. So he was going through the situation where he lost his father and he was probably doing a lot of um, counterproductive things as far as his health were concerned. So I'm even sure when he lost that weight, the sleep apnea decreased significantly as well. So just in being able to deal with, you know, his son being scared for his life and just looking around to see how his actions were affecting the other people around him, we're just like, okay, I got to get myself together. I got to get my life together. So I'll post that story. Make sure um, you guys are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook. Shouts to Busta Rhymes. I'm going to go listen to a star. Um, but I think that, you know, 
it's definitely, it's definitely important. It definitely is important for us to reflect still. I know we're in 2021 and we want to leave all of the things of 2020 behind us, but I think it's important to look back and reflect at, um, what 2020, what happened in 2020, what, what 2020 did to us, um, the trauma that it might have caused, um, because this is, this is not, it, it's not a normal situation that we're in, right? We're not in a normal place. We're not in a normal space. And I think it's important to, um, just understand that and not feel like you're doing something wrong because right now you haven't quite processed it. You know, it's good to kind of get to that realization, get to that epiphany and turn your life around for the better. So when we come back, I'm going to be talking about Miss Beyonce, who is kicking off her partnership with the NAACP, um, providing housing and relief programs for people facing evictions amid COVID-19. So as the pandemic kind of rolls on, People still continue to be negatively uh, affected by, um, you know, what's kind of going on within our nations, what, what's happening in our environments. A lot of people are still unemployed and not working. Um, so she is using her partnership with the NAACP for good. So when we come back, I'll be talking about that. Make sure you are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show, and get into some more music before we get into the rest of our show. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. We'll be right back.
will deliver the righteous cry out. He will deliver the righteous cry out. He will deliver. Oh, 
used to come and help me. Taylor, sing this part right here. I will. I'll keep running to you. I will. I'll keep running to you. I will. I'll keep running. I'm working hard to follow you. Yes, I will. I'll keep running to you. Yes, I will. I'll keep running to you. Yes, I will. Alright, alright, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So on January 7th, applications officially opened for Beyonce via her Be Good Foundation and the NAACP Housing Relief Initiative. The purpose of the link up between the two organizations is to help people who may need housing assistance amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. According to the Be Good Foundation's official Instagram account, the housing grant will provide $5,000 to those impacted by the housing crisis caused by the pandemic. The NAACP also posted a statement about the initiative of their website. It reads, the NAACP is committed to helping ensure African Americans maintain their wealth and financial security during this unprecedented time of COVID-19. We are partnering with Be Good to provide 100 grants up to $5,000 each to families who are delinquent in their home mortgage or rental payments. Um, so you can actually go to NAACP.org for more information. Um, but, you know, this isn't the first time that Beyonce and the NAACP have teamed up in the spirit of helping people during the pandemic. Last July, the Be Good Foundation and the NAACP joined forces to offer grants to small Black-owned businesses. Their Black-owned small business impact fund provided selected businesses with a grant of $10,000 to help keep their doors open amid the pandemic. Um, The NAACP said over the last couple of months, the pandemic and outpours for justice throughout the black community and across the country has been felt in every imaginable area of our lives, including in how our local businesses continue to operate. The challenges of black business owners navigating in the climate cannot be understated as the effects of uprising across the nation have led to many businesses being placed in dire straits due to damages and other small business 
needs. Um, and I think, again, it just kind of speaks to the place that we're in. So, you know, the, the CARES Act or the CARES, the CARES Act, it was the CARES Act. I wasn't sure if it was act or fun. The CARES Act provided, um, relief to small businesses. And I'm using that with bunny ears because I'm getting ready to just kind of like, just put one foot on the soapbox. Um, they provided relief for small businesses, do y'all think Ruth Chris's like steakhouse is a small business? Anyway, I say that to say that um, there were a lot of disparities regarding who received the funds for what was supposed to be a relief program. So you saw a lot of businesses who could, you know, um, more likely than not sustain themselves throughout the pandemic. Um go to like the money went to a lot of these larger businesses instead of going to the actual small businesses that it was supposed to be tailored for. And I actually had read an article where there was a disproportionate amount of funds given to white owned businesses versus black owned businesses. Like black owned businesses got the bare minimum within this relief act, unfortunately. And I think it just kind of speaks to, um, you know, speaks to a lot, speaks to a lot of things. Um, so when I see people like Beyonce and I see people like two chains, two chains. Yes, it was two chains. Um, he recently had done like this YouTube, um, reality TV competition for small business owners as well. So when I see people like that, really kind of lending a helping hand to our black businesses to kind of keep up the um economic elevation that we are going for i i get happy because it really is it's it's a hard time it's a hard time for everybody especially um when we talk about evictions when we talk about you know working when we talk about unemployment rates um i know for a lot of us you know um the the aid has just kind of it's slowed um but god is faithful amen and how many of us want to clap and praise for the fact that he's brought us through the past 10 months unscathed with a roof over our head and still thriving. Um, but I do want to encourage you, you know, whatever state that you're in, you know, go to your state's website, look up resources, look up how you can get some help in this time. Don't feel ashamed that um, these things are happening because they're happening to everyone. They're happening to all of us. They're, they're happening to a lot of people. And I think, um, you know, it's important right now to kind of lean and, and, and get the, get the help that you need as you start to rebuild. Um, I know for myself, it definitely has helped me, um, you know, reflect a lot on my spending habits. Um, so I'm like forcibly moving into some of the secondary goals I have for the new year. But it's definitely helped me to um, just really kind of look and say, listen, tomorrow is not promised. Let me go ahead and make sure that I'm getting my business on track. Let me make sure that I'm saving these coins and not spending them frivolously on DoorDash. Um and just really making sure that I'm secure in the bag in whichever way I need to. So make sure you go to your state's website. Um, get any and all help that you need. I think, you know, it is definitely out there. Don't be ashamed to to look for that because I'm sure that there, you know, utilities, whether it's the, you need food, food pantries, 
all of those resources are out there and they are for the taking. So shouts to Beyonce and the NAACP. Make sure you go to your state's website and see how you can get some assistance as we continue to go through these times. And thank God that, you know, it is not worse. So when we come back, I'm going to be ending the show off in a moving mountains moment. Um, Yvonne Orji is developing a comedy for Disney that will show her growing up as a Nigerian immigrant in America. So I thought that this was important to talk about because it was recently announced that the hit comedy Insecure, which she is a star on, on HBO, is going to be ending after season number five. Then I want to say maybe like two days later, she actually came out with this announcement about um, this developing comedy for Disney. And she shared a little bit of backstory just about how um, this was something that's been in the work for years. This is something that she was like working on for a minute. Like she um, had taken it to a couple of studios and things like that. And um, it was it was denied. She got a bunch of no's and things like that. Um, but she kind of released that news right after the announcement that Insecure was going to be ending. And um, that's just how I want to end off the show in a testimony and how you cannot take no as the final answer. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. God is king, we the soldiers Ultra beam out the solar When I get to heaven's gates I ain't gotta peek over Keeping perfect composure When I scream at the chauffeur I ain't mean, I'm just focused I ain't mean, I'm just focused Put a lean out slower Got us clean out of soda Before the flood people judge They did the same thing to Noah Everybody wanted Yandy That Jesus Christ did the laundry They say that we start on Monday But the strong start on Sunday won't be in bondage to any man John 8.3.3 We the descendants of Abraham Yea, should be made free John 8.3.6 To whom the sun set free Is free indeed He say the wretch like me Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah And make up, even with the bitter cup. Forgave my brothers a drink up. Did everything but gave up. Stabbed my back, I came front. Still, we win, we prayed up. Even when we die, we raise up. Ain't no wanting, no, we need it. The powers that beat have been greedy. We need ours by this evening. No white flag or no treaty. We got the product, we got the tools, we got the minds, we got the youth. We going wild, we on the loose. People is lying, we are the truth. 
Everything old should now become new The leaves will be green, bearing the fruit Love God and our neighbor as written in Luke The army of God and we are the truth <laughs> This is Tina Dixon, boo, and you're listening to WFNK All Day Sugar. Our people are dying slowly every day. The enemy's trying, attacking every way he can. We gotta fight, we gotta fight, we gotta fight You see in this generation materialistic Swallow the minds of these innocent children, yeah We gotta fight, we gotta fight, we gotta fight Oh, you see the fame and the drugs, the money, the lust, the violence, the hatred And we must plead the blood of Jesus These church folks are leaving Cause they're so confused about these wrongfully teachings Making a bad name for all of us Christians So many saints are holding unforgiveness We got nation against nation Earthquakes in various places People living in famine Everyone's losing patience This is a war cry that everyone needs to hear Show. This is a spiritual affair, a 
spiritual, a spiritual, a spiritual. This is a spiritual warfare, a spiritual. This is a spiritual warfare, a spiritual. This is a spiritual warfare, a spiritual, a spiritual, a spiritual. Our souls are crying out to your Jesus. Our souls are crying out to your Jesus. Our souls are crying out. All right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. I pray that you guys have enjoyed the show this evening. We're going to end off in a faithful uh, moment. If anybody, if this is like your first time here with me at Faith and Fashion 360, um, this is just a time where I really emphasize that God is out here. Okay, that he is doing wonderful and miraculous things in our lives, that he is... um, always working on your behalf and that when you get to a point when you are worrying, you don't need to. So in a tweet that she released a couple days ago, she said, well, when one door closes, God still got a blessing with your name on it. Though the vision Terry, wait for it. The trailer I shot in 2015 for this family sitcom I desperately wanted to create is what helped me get an audition for Insecure. Five years later, after being told no several times, that's how she did it, my little engine that could finally has a home with the Disney Plus family. Thank you. Um, she's working with David Oyeloe, um for believing in the dream from Jump and Lady Oprah for coming on board as our fairy godmother. I've been very vocal about my desire to highlight stories from the continent, and I'm grateful to have this opportunity to do so. Hashtag come through Jesus, hashtag let go, hashtag not a bad looking team, hashtag a five-year overnight success, hashtag powered by Nija Joloff. <laughs> um, so, you know, this, let me tell you, that fifth year, that 10th year 
that 11th year of you being consistent in your business, of you being consistent in your castings and you being consistent in whatever it is you're doing can make all the difference. Sometimes we just, we stop too quickly. We ask God to to provide us the desires of our heart and that's what his word promised. But then we get a no. We get a little side eye. The brand ambassador partnership didn't work the first time. So we're like, okay, forget it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Where's your work ethic? Don't allow, don't allow a couple of no's. Don't allow, um, you know, somebody not accepting it right away. Say that that is not your plan. Like that is not your vision. That's not what he wants for you. That just wasn't the right opportunity or it wasn't the right time. So it's important for us to continue to trust his timing. It's important for us to continue to trust the promises of his word that he will grant us everything that he is supposed to grant us when we're ready for it, when it's supposed to happen. Um, And Yvonne Orji has always been super vocal about the fact that she's Nigerian. She did a stand-up show and, um, you know, it cut between that and scenes of, you know, her in Nigeria and her parents and things like that. Um, So I think that this is going to be fantastic sprinkle of diversity for Disney Plus as well um, to just tell those kind of stories. Um, So this is something that is developing and, you know, it hadn't even been a full day since Issa Rae announced the ending of Insecure and, you know, then Yvonne announced a new project of her own. Um, So she is going to serve as a writer of First Gen. Um, She's also going to executive produce the project, And it'll show her life growing up as a Nigerian immigrant in America and how she honored her parents and culture while grasping on to American life. Um, Listen, this is amazing. She said, we always plan to tell this story through five seasons, um, but we couldn't have made it this far without the tremendous support of our audience. Um, So she was speaking about insecure with that. um, But, you know, she she is continuing on to move to fantastic things and when one door closes god is ready with an armful of opportunities that he just wants you to wait for so i pray that you guys have enjoyed faith and fashion 360 here tonight i pray that you continue to listen to the rest of our sunday night lineup next week got dj rich coming up um with some fantastic music to end off your sunday night um make sure you follow me at faith and fashion 360 the radio show on facebook and make sure you continue to tune in and join me here next week same time same place and as always, happy Sunday and good night. So this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. And all of the things I've been through. All of the things I've been through. So this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. Let's get it.
this, 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 this little light of mine I'ma let it shine, I paint nobody no mind Cause when I was down and out, you came through And when I had nobody else, I had you So know that when I fall, you fall too Know that when I fly, you fly too And know that when we swag, we swag out Haters hitting, they can't till they pass out Look, that square peg that's trying to fit around hope Trying to turn gas shoes into home sweet home With my best against the wall, I had no one Father, you held me and called me your own This is the reason I know I belong Never feel me, yet you holding me strong This is the reason I know I belong Never feel me, yet you holding me strong, say this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through. All of the things I've been through. See this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through. Hey. This is my thank you. My. WFNK Radio. Hey guys, this is Jazzy, and you're tuned in to WFNK Radio. WFNKRadio.com. Northeast Pennsylvania's premier urban radio station. Goddess King, we the soul.